everyone, my name is Lauren McCarroll. I'm here on behalf of Novelty Growth and Wave One Media. We are introducing the amazing Katie Newton, multifaceted, multi-talented, and we're just looking forward to delving into all that you do. Um, you've also got some models here, if you wouldn't mind introducing them. No, absolutely not. Um, Jocelyn, so she is wearing, can she come up and show what she's absolutely, wearing? Absolutely, yeah. So this is a great outfit. Um, this, she's wearing a canvas. I painted this in about seventh grade. There were two canvases. I just sewed them together and the shape of a pillowcase. You cut out the neck hole and you cut out armholes. And then the skirt is made entirely from bicycle inner tubes. So I collect those bicycle tubes from Bicycle Garage Indy. Thank you, by the way, on just down the street on City Market. And uh, they're all bicycle tire tubes and you sew them together with industrial sewing machine and they make a great elastic, they make a faux leather. And then somebody donated uh, some science kits to me, like Petri dishes and cool. stuff. And that's where the thermometer earrings came from, so. Oh, I love those. Temperature cool is choice. rising, yeah. right? Yeah. Does it feel comfortable? Good. Very nice. Excellent. Yeah, thank you. Mm -hmm. So, so that's the only example I brought today for um, for my fashion, for my recycled fashion. Well, it's fantastic. You do so much more than fashion, though. I want to get into everything, but could you give us a summary of all the things that you delve into? Yeah, absolutely. So I'm, I'm actually um, a graduate student at the Art Therapy Program at Heron School of Art and Design. This is my first semester there, so I'm excited about that. But when I was trying to get into that program, um, I was working hard to build up a portfolio that I thought would be applicable and impressive enough to get into that program. So I started working with um, the Nopal Cultural at the Dia de los Muertos show at the Idol Drug Museum, and that okay, was cool. 2014. And I started making costumes for them and helping them with their programming, just directing and you know casting models and that sort of thing. And then from there, um, I got involved doing my own fashion shows with Christopher Dance and Eduardo Luna of um, Nepal Cultural. And we did I did my own show at um, a place called Indie Convergence. And so that was a really neat experience. I made all of the outfits head to toe. It was very like cathartic. It was kind of like um like my life story through these representational characters. Yeah. And so that's um, that was the start of my fashion, but I also have a store at City Market called Inner City Artists Collective, which yes. is, yeah, it's a store, um, it's for underrepresented and low-income artists. They can come there and display, sell, or make their art in this space. Wow, do you, uh -huh. do you provide the supplies? So the, they have their own art. It's usually the stuff that's ready to go. Like yeah. it's, okay. it's merchandise that they have made at either their studios, but there is a space there that they can make. I do provide clay on uh, for farmer's market. We have a clay activity where oh, people can come so out. Fun. Yeah, and make their clay, and then we take the clay pieces back to Ruckus Makerspace, put them in the kiln, then bring them back to the next farmer's market. People pick up their piece. Wow. Yeah, it's fun. So that's just a brief synopsis of the amazing things that you're doing. <laughs> How do you keep everything straight? I mean, um, that's, that's a lot. It's hard, yeah. It's, 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 a, it's definitely a challenge to do that. I feel very driven. Um, I feel very driven to serve the community. I think there's a there's a theory that if the more involved you are in your community, the happier you are, the people yeah. that have more community involvement, to give more to your community than you get back from it. Um, but it's just very driven. But I've had things get out of balance for me, and so it's important to have self-care, to yeah. take time to exercise, to take time to eat healthy, and that's not stuff that I always do. And when I feel myself getting out of balance, I kind of got to reel it back. I see that in a lot of people that I care about and find myself personally is that sometimes you can be so motivated and so hungry and continuously striving to just do more and more and more and more and more. But if you don't remember to just pull back and like love right. where it's coming from, things aren't, they're not as full as they could be. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I have to have the responsibility to take care of yourself so people that you're giving yourself to can get 100%. So.
That's beautiful. Yeah. Oh, beautiful. <laughs> on the inside, on the outside, and everything that you're doing. Right. That's, phen that's phenomenal. Thank so, you so much. And you're, uh, you're participating in the October 5th Midwest Fashion Show. Oh my God, right? I can't wait. Yes. That's so beautiful. I hope that all you guys will come. I participated in the spring. I had the I was the last designer to come out. I had more conceptual looks. We had drag queens. We had gas masks. We had And everything I make is out of pretty much 100% recycled materials, donated materials, things I collect, um, things that are given to me, and things I find. And so if you want to go to MidwestFashionWeek.com, you can see my spring line. And also you can see me on Instagram at Helsinki712. Nice. And you can see some of the things, a sneak peek of some of the stuff for this fall line. I know what I'm doing after this. Oh. So I got to follow you. Why haven't I seen you on Project Runway yet, though? You would kill it. Oh, my gosh. Oh, I, well, you know, I, I'm, I have a son. I have a husband. I have a family here. So, right? Wouldn't that, be, that would be fun, though. But why can't we start our own Project Runway in the Midwest? So That's true. We have that our own be, local show. Get local artists That involved. would be very cool. Right? That would be awesome. Yeah, spin-off show. Yeah. Really? I just love the challenges where they make things out of unconventional. That's, so awesome. let me tell you, so that's how I got my inspiration from RuPaul's Drag Race. Very cool. The, right? I've, been, I've seen every episode. I know every queen, every look. And the best part is when they go and they give them a table full of Christmas ornaments or a table full of dollar store items. <laughs> yep. And they're like, make it eleganza, extravaganza gown. And they come through and serve these looks. And I'm just like amazed by that. And I've seen that stuff so many times. I have those silhouettes burned in my brain yeah. and so when yeah. I think of clothing I can see that the outfit just it's already there and I just couldn't bring it to life what's your favorite item you've made out of something unconventional that's hard that's hard to say but I have um I definitely have a headpiece that I've made that I initially made it for the De Los Muertos too um what we do in that show is the the Katrinas that walk down they we read a poem called a calavera that is the poem about how they died. It's supposed to be, it's comedic, you know? Yeah. And so initially, um, it was for my husband and I, we were walking together and the headpiece was kind of representing fire. But he got sick and he couldn't walk, so I had to change the poem overnight and change the thing to ice. And so it was oh. kind of like I froze. So the whole headpiece kind of changed in color and I added some different content. And then you'll see that again um, in Midwest Fashion Week, the last model that came out, she was wearing a gas mask and she was wearing this headpiece. And that headpiece was made out of um, just, you know, goodie bag flowers from Goodwill. Oh, there was a headband. There was um, just some ribbon. You know, it's just a, a combination of things, a skull from a Halloween party. And then my friend, good friend Christopher Dance, he sculpted some antlers for me. And that headpiece has been used um, several times by different models, different photographers. You can see lots of different models in the city um, and, and other, other cities, frankly, that have been wearing that headpiece. And it just kind of keeps giving because it's really a really neat piece so that's awesome yeah, I've noticed uh through following several models and just being kind of present in the local scene with that there are certain pieces that you notice like float around in right? shoots because they're just so iconic do you I didn't know that everybody wants to be in it like first impression clothing has this jacket that I got the pleasure of shooting in and then mm -hmm. I saw it like bounce around in a bunch of other shoots because yeah people that's just amazing know I didn't know that. I hope that's not like a fashion faux pas but honestly who cares if no, it is or not you know no, what I mean you I just think it wear. should be that way it's right. so iconic and like use your own vision and your own idea of mm -hmm. what this could look like or what story this could right. portray I think that's one of the best parts right. of being involved in creative things like this is maybe you see it one way but someone else could completely envision it absolutely way. yeah and yeah. so the name of my of my organization is called Pan Naren's Artistry and Pan Naren's is a anthropological term for um, it means storytelling chimp basically so they felt oh. that homo sapien is a um, incorrect it's a misnomer because it says that it means wise man they said not all men are wise yeah. so he says the only difference between a human and monkeys are the ability to tell stories so I kind of relate to I love chimp, that right <laughs> so beautiful. the stuff that I make is conceptual and it can be told like you said it can be 
look somebody looks at it in a different way it can be um it can be presented in another way same item different story very cool yeah for sure and so um one thing that i like to do is incorporate people that are not uh stereotypical model size shape gender into my fashion shows yeah. i'm seeing that become more and more prevalent as we kind of redefine what beauty is and you go through the ages and there were certain characteristics that were considered more beautiful or more this or more that and I think what I'm most loving about living in this day and age is that there are so many different patterns for beauty and mm -hmm. like pe famous people like Lana Del Rey will have music videos where people are obscurely beautiful like their mm -hmm. features are so like out there and different mm -hmm. but they're in their own way it's just like this right. beautiful human like being. You call it unconventional beauty. Yeah, I love right. that. That's yeah. phenomenal. Definitely. I mean just supporting people as humans and like you are beautiful just in your existence and right. your, your originality. Absolutely. So for my master's program my thesis will be um, empowerment through interactive fashion. So people that, that are not models, people that are not involved in in fashion, people that are not involved in wearable art, and um, and help them into those situations and be, find empowerment through that. It's kind of like the metaphor is trash into treasure. Right. So I mean, we've all had points in our life where you feel that um, you know you feel that you're not at your best, and but you can transform yourself. And so there's a lot of metaphor in the things that I make. Um, to you know, to trash and the treasure basically. Yeah. So I'm excited to do that, and the feedback that I get from people that are in my shows that I really kind of have to nudge. I'm like, hey, come on, do it. It'll be fun. Yeah, you'll love it, you know. And they are reluctant, and then their experience afterwards is like, that was great. That yeah. was fantastic. I'm so glad you asked me to do that. So, well, I've been in two types of situations when it comes to runways. You've got the girls who are type A models, mm -hmm. and it's very competitive. It's very cutthroat. It's very like for yourself. And then you've got the type B models that are a little more abstract and a little more like pulled because of someone like right. you who saw right. something beautiful. And, and right. everybody in that room is supportive and helpful, and they leave enriched and like being friends with everybody. I mean that I think right. that is so much better for displaying clothing. Like you want to be in something that makes you feel confident enough to get up and do something you've never done before. Absolutely, yeah, and I think that's great that you've got to see that perspective because out people from the outside looking in, they just assume that it's all very thin, very tall, you know, that that type of body type, yeah. but that's that's just not true. And um, so the, the artists or the models that I picked for our Fashion Week last time, like Jocelyn and her friends, they were confident. That's yeah. what I, I mean, not only were they beautiful, but they were confident. They came out in the, in the casting call and were just you know, having a good time. Yeah. And so that's really what I'm looking forward to because I feel like each piece that I make is I put a, my heart and soul and like sweat and tears into these pieces mm -hmm. and I want somebody to do it justice, you know? Yeah. So when they come out on the runway, I want them to be living in that piece. And you know what I yeah, mean? And yeah. so that's why they did a great job and I'm, you know, I'm honored to have her walk for me again this time and her boyfriend Will, he will be walking. I don't typically make man clothes, but I made an exception for you because you're cool and I like you. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> well, tell us a little bit about how you got into starting your business. I think that's sure. really like a, a, a mountain to climb. For awesome. I want to tell you about the space where when I, after I did um, Lay Alta Moda at Indie Convergence, I was making all of my costumes and all my outfits in the barn of my home or the garage, basically. And it was just a mess. I didn't have what I needed. And so... Um, do you know the, who the band Guar is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, right? <laughs> okay, so I went to Guar with one of my friends, and I had made us both these bridal gowns to wear, right? Because we wanted cool. to be sacrificial brides to offer As you do. <laughs> to Odorous Among Us. Yes, I love you if you're watching this. So um, also, so they, we got sprayed with that pink blood, right? Yep. And it doesn't come out. And so I dyed a whole bunch of clothing pink, 
And um, I had all these pink garments, and I was thinking, let's have a photo shoot with all yeah. pink, right? Yeah. Yeah. And my fun, wacky friends, of course, were into that. But then I was like, no, let's have a fashion show. And so luckily, I have a good, good friend. Um, her name is Consuela Poland. She is the foreman at Ruckus Makerspace, where my studio is. She invited me to come to Ruckus and use their sewing machines to have my, my fashion cool. show there. Oh, yeah, it was very cool. Awesome. That, and Ruckus Makerspace is a business incubator. So okay. when I got in there and developed a relationship with them, um, I was able to step up my level of like production and quality tenfold. It's, they have probably six, seven uh, industrial sewing machines. They have all the materials you could ever need. Since I don't just sew, I like actually build an outfit with like screws or you know this glue, all kinds of different things. I was able to elevate that, and so that's what was really part of it. And that's what Ruckus is about is about um, you know incubating your business, and then it can hatch into something really cool. That's awesome. Yeah. I love that. And yeah. I think having people around you that really support your vision and like want to see you grow and like I mean that is Absolutely. the biggest thing I think that's a big part of what novelty growth is about right now mm -hmm. and like places like official Midwest Fashion Week mm -hmm. like they are trying to get people to come together so that these types of ideas can be grown and born absolutely and Midwest Fashion Week's done a good job of of including me and this is not I was not sure that this is a place for me that, that I had my type of um, wearable art had a place in Midwest Fashion Week but it does and Bernie from Fashion Week has been very inclusive and he's been very um, supportive about ideas he's come to Ruckus he's seen what we do there and frankly I'm very proud that Indianapolis has a place like Ruckus it's for low income people uh, moderate income folks, minorities, underrepresented people, and we have anything from welding to carpentry to sewing to 3D printing. It's just like, it's a really, really neat place. And so Bernie's definitely come by there and sort of interest in that. So I'm excited to work with him in Midwest Fashion Week on further projects. That's phenomenal. I love it. So how long did it take for your dream to come to fruition? I don't know. I guess because I didn't, I didn't ever have a vision, you know yeah. what I mean? Like I knew that I was going to apply for this art therapy program. That was the goal. And in the meantime, to build my portfolio, I started doing, you know, what I, what I like to do. So what I, I didn't tell you before is I worked in uh, clinical trial development in the drug industry, drug development industry for um, seven years. And so I was working at Covance for five years and I was working at Eli Lilly and I was taking classes at nighttime to um, try to be applied to the program. And then I quit when I got married and finished out the prerequisites to get into the program. So that was something that, um, it was a big shift for me. It was yeah. a shift because I decided what was I going to do with my life? Um, because working in drug development was not, didn't speak to my talents yeah. or interests. Yeah. So when I thought back to, um, you know, my experiences in life, I was a patient in an art therapy group years ago and it was really uh, pivotal in my development as an adult. Mm -hmm. And it made me remember like the creative things that I used to do that yeah. I wasn't doing because I was working a job, you know, that didn't, didn't, uh, foster my creativity. And so that's when I decided to really get into that program. So when I started the art classes for the prerequisites mm -hmm. is really when this stuff started to come to fruition. So that's amazing. Yeah. I find that really poignant right now because I am going to be 25 and I'm like at this point where I'm like, do I need to do it in the next three years or do I have time to wait like that? Girl, stop, no, you go, don't. Stop, I, go, like when do uh, I make these? I'm going to be 38 and, you know, I like, see, <laughs> no. uh, yeah, I seized my 20s. I'm almost 40. You know what I mean? And like this is the 30s has been the renaissance point in my life. That's cool. You know, as That's a young person, it's hard to know like what you're good at and what you want to do. You right. don't have enough life experience. So I felt like I had lived all that stuff. And so now I'm really like exactly where I need to be is. 
That's cool. Mm-hmm. I, I'm one of those people that has ADD and things that I'm interested in. I'm like, I want to try this, and this looks yeah. really cool. Right. Like, what about that and all this stuff? And it's like I have to pick just one. So it's inspiring to know that you were in a medical field, like very science-minded, that yeah. completely shifted to something artistic, and you know, you're helping others still, but in a completely yeah. different way. That was in the science field. I was always like the team builder or the one that was doing the like activities, the creative activities, because there wasn't a lot of that there. I um, mean, it was that was a really neat experience to work there, and I you know felt. Um, Built some professional resume, but yeah, not not my talents or interests for sure. So very cool. Yeah. So were you always artistic? Like, did you have a passion for it you when know, you were younger? I or? have my. I feel like my mother is a very artistic person. She's the person that can make um, like functional fashion, like, cool. or she can make like a baby car seat that like converts into a sweater or something. You know, like she really can do. <laughs> she could do some really really um, ingenuitive things like that. So, and my birthday is on Halloween, so my personal Ooh. style, yes, girl, I know. So my, <laughs> my personal style has always been very borderline costumey, you know? And That's I, cool. Yeah, That's and so I, I had a, um, a huge collection of clothing. Um, I'm sorry, Ruckus, that kind of acts as my closet right now, too, because I took all of my clothes out and took them down there to, to use. But yeah, I collect clothes, and that was kind of like the inspiration was, um, like the silhouettes that I spoke to earlier when I remember back to my childhood paper dolls and if you ever played with paper dolls I had like a Joan Crawford set of paper dolls and um, I think back to those classic silhouettes and how I just loved those the clothing was always what stood out to me so that's why I decided to do that but then when I took the classes at Heron I was like I loved every single class I took and I took anything from metalsmithing to photography to photoshop to you know I just took the widest variety of classes and was good at every one of them because I was really interested Mm -hmm. and so that's why I want to brand myself more as an artist because I can really do anything but wearable art is my is my favorite thing to do that's phenomenal so wearable art is your what you make but what would you say your personal style is like how would you describe it well your inspiration come from (laughs) my personal style is I've been wearing a one-piece like grease monkey jumpsuit every day so (laughs) but that's um but my personal style I like to draw um inspiration from uh I like Gwen Stefani style, but Very you know, back cool. when she back in you know when she was kind punk of rock. more punk, yeah, yeah. definitely. Um, I'd like to draw inspiration from Love and Hip Hop Atlanta. I really love because they are just go crazy. Yeah, yeah, they really every they're just going to the bank. They get like dressed up in like the most wackiest stuff I've <laughs> ever seen. It's like it's so it is so wild. Um, I draw I draw a lot of inspiration from John Waters. He's the guy that produced the films Hairspray and Oh cool Pecker cool. and um, you know Cecil B. Demented. So and he lives in Baltimore. I have to say your hair is phenomenal you like that I know hair? it's very cool yeah I like thank you I've never had short hair ever in my life really? I never no I never had I had I was dying my hair really blonde mm-hmm. and one day it just blew away like dandelion fluff in the wind and it was just like because it was all broken off and damaged you know so um, my friend Mark Reynoso at Sabaya Salon you can see him in Red Ripple um, he cut my hair into this faux hawk. It's so natural. Like, it you. looks just made for you. It's very, yeah, very cool. It's, it's liberating because I don't have to worry about it. I can just just go, you know? So that's something, one less thing I have to worry about. Um, but I found, though, with my personal style now, if I'm going to be really practical, is like a uniform. I remember that I read in Vanity Fair magazine's um, like main editor that she wears a uniform every day. She has like 12 silk blouses and 12 pairs of black pants. She wears a ribbon around her neck. So she so she doesn't have the stress of trying to figure out what she's gonna wear every day and just alleviate the pressure. Yeah, definitely. That's a brilliant idea to kinda incorporate to your everyday life. Yeah, absolutely. And she and you know, she looks she's something she feels comfortable and confident in. I own a lot of blazers. Blazers are something I feel (laughs) pretty comfortable in. Um, but I thought that was a really genius idea that that she does that. And that's somebody that is, you know, an executive in style, but um, she's being smart about what she's wearing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
What can you tell us about self-growth, like finding yourself over the years? Like how, mm -hmm. is it listening to mentors? Is it, you know, coming from your own heart? Like how did you personally find your way? That's interesting. That is an interesting question, definitely. Um, you know, I have had, I've had mentors. I've gotten some good advice. Um, but really, honestly, is how I found my voice is through the arts. Um, I feel that's why another reason why I'm motivated to be an art therapist, because I know the type of empowerment and the type of, um, it's, it's almost like catharsis, you know, you, and you find a place and you find your talents. You know, there are so, the arts are such a, a wide uh, umbrella of things that you can incorporate, whether yes. it's like acting, whether it's it's art making, whether it's, you know, it's something, I like to have like a tangible product that I can look at from my labor and see something I made, you know, yeah. that's something that gives me a lot of empowerment. But honestly, also being being married, my husband is somebody who's very supportive and I feel the, I feel confident to act because I know to take a risk because I know I have support of my family. Yeah. So that's something Beautiful. that has helped me grow. But as an, I was doing, pursuing this before I was married as a single mom, and it was just, um, I got to a point in my life where I just felt like, you know, I really need to make a change. And like I said, taking those art classes was what did it for me. Yeah. Yeah. So, and I would encourage anybody to make, make something, go make a bookshelf or something or find something, find something that you could have like a, a product at the end. Yeah. And so you can just look at it and see this is, this is the fruit of my labor. This is a tangible object that I made and just see what the outcome is. You don't like it, find no harm, no foul. You can give it as a Christmas gift to one of your friends, white elephant, or you can keep it and build on that and find empowerment through that. Well, I've been, I've been trying to find like what I can do artistically because I know that like art is something that I really love and I'm like, what can I do? I'm not really good at sketching. I'm not really mm -hmm. good at this. And I kind of, mm -hmm. it sounds so lame, but I kind of started delving into finger painting. Cause awesome. like, the feeling of like moving the paint really mm -hmm. was like, like you say, cathartic. Like mm -hmm. It just felt good. And I ended up coming up with two pieces that like really like meant something to me. And I didn't really have them out, but like my dad who like, he's not harsh, but like he rarely compliments. Like he saves his compliments for what he really right. means. Right. And, and he like scene. picked it up and was like, this is amazing. I was just like, that's awesome. Oh my gosh. So it was really that's fun. Awesome. I've kind of been delving into painting a little bit. I'm good. Yeah. yeah, you should definitely get into my dad. You know, my dad's the same way. It's like, you can't impress him. You know, he really does when he's just like, and if he does compliment, he's like, well, that, that's uh, that's a special. That's pretty special. Yeah, it's fun. He's a man, a man of few words when it comes to that sort of thing. But I think that's great. I think finger painting is a good place to start. And if you like the way that feels, maybe clay, maybe it's, you yeah. know, whatever, I was thinking you know? about pottery, like maybe mm -hmm. joining some pottery classes and mm -hmm. like seeing if moving through that and kind of just stepping up and learning as I go about how yeah. to do things. Absolutely. Cool. If you are ever in a pottery records maker space, Rebecca Graves, she has a Graves Co. pottery, which is at our uh, store, Artist Inner City Artist collective yeah. she's a great mentor and she has all the clay stuff that you would ever need oh and you can come to our clay activity at farmer's market on wednesdays oh my gosh that right. sounds so awesome <laughs> i'm super it's super fun down. and you know what's cool about clay is that that activity when we just set the clay out there we put up a sign that says like come make something out of clay it's like babies and grannies and everyone in between comes over to, to do it because whatever friend i'm sacrificing to come with me please come while i explore this they'll have fun <laughs> yeah they totally have fun people come back and get their pieces at the next the next one there was a lady who made an ashtray she's like i really need that ashtray <laughs> Like, like, all right, well, you know, whatever floats your boat, yeah, ma'am. It's your art, it's your art for sure. But there was a group of construction workers that came over, and they had been working on the corner down there at Market in Alabama, and they came over and made these highly detailed pieces with like a toothpick. I mean, it, they were really amazing. Yeah. It was just amazing to see these folks that were working this job that that seemed so like concrete and lack of creativity and then they come over and they make these really cool pieces of art. I hope they come back. If you guys are out there, come back and pick your pieces up if you haven't already. They're really neat. So. Very cool. I'm going to make like a worm noodle and be like, I missed you. Yeah, right? <laughs> um, that's awesome. 
I love word noodles, you know? I like noodles, I like worms, so lasting piece of art. You love it. Paperweight for all these papers right here. You've got so many ideas. I, well, I am curious about art therapy. Maybe you could delve into that a little bit absolutely, for some so, people who don't know as much about it. So like I said, I was a patient in art therapy uh, years and years ago at Fairbanks. And um, it, the group was probably like 30 people, maybe, maybe 20 to 30 people of all different walks of life. So that was like caramel moms to like young kids that were 18 to people that worked on the railroad. It was all demographics all um, socioeconomic levels. Mm -hmm. And so um, the art therapist, his name was Jim Biteman, and he was just amazing. He could navigate these like hostile personalities and like really just calm them down. And if there was somebody that wasn't into it, they didn't like the medium for that day, like they didn't want to draw or they didn't want to do a poem, they didn't want to do, you know, clay, then he would find something and he would experiment with different types of mediums to reach each person. And so I remember there was a, um, there was a guy who worked on the railroad that was in that group and he just, he didn't say a lot at all. He was just yeah. a nonverbal person. He could speak, but he just wasn't, that just, he didn't want to talk about it, you know? Mm -hmm. And so there was a day when we wrote haikus, you know, they're like oh, very cool. five, yeah. seven, five, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. So, and he, he really like opened up with that because it was, this, you get to the point. He was like a brass tacks kind of guy, like, yeah. you know? So there was these very few, um, few words to make a point. Mm -hmm. And he, and that was, that worked for him. And that was a really like eye-opening experience for me. I was like, here's this guy, he's been in here for weeks. He hasn't done anything, he's seemingly made no progress. Mm -hmm. And through trying these different mediums, that's when he really just like... Found his yeah, thing. That's cool. And yeah. that's kind of what I'm looking into. And I think a lot of young people who are associated with the different groups we're broadcasting mm -hmm. on this evening. Mm -hmm. They're all kind of looking for new outlets, new ways to be connected, and new ways to find things. And I, I think having the bravery to just try things that maybe you're not good at, yeah. and stick at it for a little bit, and then just explore like something like that. Absolutely, yeah. That's how that's my approach to making clothing. So like yeah. my like my mom's a very uh, technically good sewing lady. You know, she uses a pattern. I just like go for it. I just get in there and yeah. start messing stuff up. It's just trial and error, hot gluing, whatever you can do. I can always. I can just fix it, you know, I just, I'm just not afraid to, like, just get in there and just start doing it. I don't, just don't overthink it when it comes to creativity. Yeah. Okay. You know, there's no right or wrong, so you just get in there and start doing it and see how it turns out. If you, if it takes another direction, maybe it could be even better than you anticipated, you yeah. know, so. Like your headpiece that ended up being an ice piece, and now everybody Absolutely. loves it. That's exactly right, <laughs> yeah, that's exactly, right. that took a whole another direction, and, and it's, now it's my favorite, my favorite piece, and I can continue to add to that piece and change that piece, and I can have that piece forever, and see how how it, you know, other people are going to use it. And the lasting thing is like with, with the work that I do is the photography. The photography is there forever, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. the social media response that people get, um, like the likes and the comments and things, that's part of the empowerment. It's yeah. like they get this positive feedback that they, they might not get otherwise, you know? So I worked with a pilot program this summer called Art Bus with the Indianapolis Art Center. Okay. And that's where we went into underserved communities and picked up kids age like kindergarten to um, like high school. Mm -hmm. And we took them out to different places around the city that had um, pieces of art and spoke about that. Okay. But then I took them back to Ruckus, Makerspace. We have a, a photo studio there and they got to have a photo shoot. So I got that's out my... So nice. My clothes, yeah, it was it was great. It was great, and some of the kids were like, you know, I've never had a portrait taken. I've never had a family member take my picture. I've never, you know, I've never had that before, and that was really touching to me. And it was a lot of fun, you know. That was a, that was really neat. Indianapolis Art Center is a great place. They have like high quality programming there, and the art bus was a really special experience. And I'm really glad yeah. I got to do that for sure. How can people who have big hearts get involved with? 
donating or being a part of these things i mean who knows who we're reaching this evening like yeah. how can they get involved with breakfast in places like that absolutely that, really that would be great so we we have events all of the time um the inner city artist collective is a place where um we accept artists like it really any any type of artist always looking for new people to bring their work in we sell the work for them and we just take out 10 percent, and cool. that pays the overhead you know and so that's something that that's at city market city market has programming all the time farmers markets every wednesday you can come down there um, and also Big Car Collaborative, they are really great about providing artistic programming to Indianapolis. If you go to Big Car Collaborative um, on Instagram or on, the, on Facebook, you can see the events that they do. And I also want to speak to my So What program that is on Monday nights at, uh, at City Market. So that is a program that I started by the, with the help of Big Car and Southwest Airlines, where you can come out and I will teach you how to sew or I'll fix your clothes for you or teach you how to make an easy sew garment. Outside at City Market, we roll out four sewing machines and a bunch of materials, and people can come out there and sew stuff. I'm coming. That sounds awesome. I wish you would come. That's so yes. fantastic. Please do come. I just started that because the guys, that the, there's a homeless population that hang out at the, the East Market, and I was fixing their clothes for them behind the desk at the YMCA because I work at the YMCA, too. And they <laughs> So I was like, you know, I want to try, I want it, I want this to evolve. I want to make this yeah. to where like, and so the guys, when I'm out there with the sewing machines, they just come out, they're like, can you fix my bag? Can you fix, patch my pants? You know, all of that sort of thing. And so thanks to Big Car and, and um, Southwest, I was able to fund that. How fulfilling. Right? Like, that just makes my heart I wish swell. that you'd come. I wish that I'm, anybody I'm would come. To. Yeah, that definitely. awesome. I yeah. was a tomboy as a kid, so my mom would try to teach me how to sew, and I'd be like outside in the mud, like breaking something. Right? Yeah. Well, <laughs> now I'm like an adult, and I'm like, now's your chance. Oh, I should have listened. Uh, yeah, I would love to have I would love to have you down there. We, last time we focused on scooter wear because the birds are back. Okay, the birds cool. and the limes, yep. right? And so we did scooter wear, which was anything with fringe, was kind of flying in the nice. wind. You know? And then Ooh. since I, I played ping pong, sorry, table tennis. Yes, please we, tell everyone we, about we, this. We focused on we focused so on table tennis wear, which is any anything really, you know. It's gotta but, be athletic. You gotta be limber. Like a little bit, yeah. But you know, it's a, it's all about mental uh, agility as long and also physical. But I will play anybody anytime anywhere anytime and that's not a threat like I said before it's just I, nobody will ever play me my family hates it so and my friends are like no they don't want to play is this how you landed your husband he saw you playing Tevils I did the opposite of attraction with that I think that that's something that I have to do like when he's not around no, but I really lo I love playing table tennis and there's three table tennis courts at City Market outside free, oh free to the public how have I yeah. never been there that's phenomenal a City Market I've never it's, been. it's right down the street from here yeah. I have to go that sounds yeah, awesome you I'm should really come it's, it's really neat and they have a West Plaza and they have the East Plaza and so the East Plaza was kind of run down and they got grants to improve that space and it's really become a, a neat place where you can you know uh, hang out with your friends and sew and play table tennis oh. right I'm so glad we had you here this evening I feel personally so enriched just hearing your stories oh, and all the things you're you. involved with because I've been looking for a way to kind of be more involved and be more artistic and it seems like you just have the absolute plug for that and thank you are manifesting yeah. such positive things in our city and with people who are involved in these things so it's been an absolute thank pleasure you so much i'm glad that people want to hear you know want to hear what i have to say and thank you so much and don't forget midwest fashion week yes! this friday yes! october 5th 7 p.m i just want to tell you it's going to be off the hook and there's also the after party at revel and it's going to be a very I'll special experience and who who is putting on that is that novelty growth 
is that yes. novelty, novelty growth. growth. <laughs> yes, brought to you by Novelty Growth. That party's going to be off the hook, and it's going to be a really special experience. And that's what um, I think it's all about, is having an awesome experience, right? Yeah. And wearing your artsiest clothing after the fashion artsy, show. Artsy, like, yes. Come out, let's see it. Let's get yeah. artsy. <laughs> awesome. Thank you so much for having me. Appreciate yeah, thank it. thank you so much. Mm -hmm. It's been awesome.